0: Joining me as always, Mr. Vince T. Yo, what's up, everybody? Your favorite doctor, Dr. Twisted in the house.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs>
0: Don't you bring that I'm shit corona in. free. <laughs> and we got a special guest on the show today, Mr. AJ Henley. From Santa, California. He's one of our white and Chamorro cats out here, cutting <laughs> hair, chopping it up. But once again, you're on Island Block Radio, Post to the Pacific, where, where paradise, paradise lives. lives. Man, want to welcome you, AJ, on the show.
2: Have a cool intro, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I wasn't prepared
0: for this. <laughs> buz,
2: buz, buz. I woke up like two hours ago, dude.
0: <laughs> uh, but AJ's a, a barber here in San Diego, California, one of the best barbers I know personally. Uh, used to cut my hair uh, for like at least good eight years, and then he no longer wanted to work Fridays, and that's pretty much <laughs> only time I cut my hair. So. so I went to his boy, uh, Paul, who was also working in the shop, but AJ is a, a successful, uh, business owner here in San Diego. Nice. And so we just want to get a little bit of background of AJ. Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, how, who you are, where you grew up and then, uh, tell us a little bit about your family too. Well, at least what you know.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, so I grew up in Chula Vista at my grandma's pad. We were just talking about it before right. I came in, before the show started that my, apparently my grandma and my grandpa were pretty well known in the, uh, down at the Guam club, you know? So, uh, yeah, my dad's a white dude, my mom's from Guam and, uh family 12 aunts and uncles you know just around my cousins and everything and uh yeah so I grew up with like kind of a mix of both cultures you know like yeah. the white culture and then the island culture and everything yeah. and um but yeah man just I think like typical like just typical San Diego kid I was exposed to like you know I had friends that were gangsters and I had friends that went to church every Sunday with me you know what I mean so yeah. it's like just kind of everything that kind of compiles like yeah I, I guess mm-hmm. like my style and interest and everything. And then, uh, yeah, but moved around a lot though too. You know, like I lived in 29 Palms, I lived in Hawaii, I lived in Arizona, so different parts of California. So, you know, I think that also like shaped like a lot of like my interest, I guess, the way I look at things. So, but yeah, but San Diego's home though. what,
0: What high school did you go to?
2: So we got transferred to Arizona. Oh, Uh, that's yeah. So I went to high school in Arizona, which looking, which I, which I hated, dude. I was so bummed on it. But looking back now, it was actually like such a blessing in disguise because you know everybody knows everybody in San Diego, and it's like all my friends who went to high school here because I was coming back like every weekend, you know. But like and on breaks, but. It's so nice. I don't have to run into everybody that I know from high school. You know, mm. like you run into everybody in San Diego, so it's actually nice because yeah. when I go to Arizona, and I run into people from high, from high school. It's cool because I the ones that are friends that are like lifelong friends, I'm still friends with to this day, and I still see them regularly. But everybody else, I don't have to deal with them. So it's just like, <laughs> oh hey, what's up? How you been? I'm like, oh dude, hey, you turned cool.
0: out exactly what I thought you to hey, be. Dude, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, all right,
2: later. You know. So yeah, it worked out good. So yeah. Um, yeah so high
0: did, when you were younger, did you go to the Guam Club here in San Diego?
2: I did. I was there all the time. Really. All the time, which was crazy because I went back there like, dude, it was probably like maybe like two years ago. I was in, I was, I was on a Imperial, I was going to my buddy's house. I was like, oh, I'm gonna stop by. So I pulled in there and it's crazy because when I was a kid, I remember being like so big and we'd run around, there's right. all yeah. kinds of places and it's like, it's super <laughs> small, you know? And it's kind of like, like, I was like, man, this is weird. And then I was, I went inside to get some, um, like, some pamphlets or whatever. Okay. And there was a bunch of uh, like older people in there having like a little meeting. And one of the uncles walked over and, uh, introduced myself to him and everything. And then, and then I told him who my grandma was. Uh-huh. And then I felt bad because he asked me if, uh, you know, he could tell they want younger people to come in there and keep things going. And he was like, he's like, dude, you know, he's like, you think you could come down and volunteer and like help us out? And, and I just, you know, I, I just, I told him, I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, I, I was like, I just, I literally can't, you know, I was like, I just, I don't have time, but I felt bad about it. So I would like to, I would like to, uh, at some point, do something. You know what I mean. Mm. Like, I like to do maybe go down there and do like do cuts or something like that, or like just do something to like get back because I yeah, I spent a ton of time there when I was a kid. You know, like and we you was, went there yeah.
0: with your uh, your mom and your grandparents. Yeah,
2: my grandparents like <laughs> the whole family. We'd go there all the time for all the all the parties and everything. And my, my grandma was always organizing everything. And um and uh, yeah, I spent a lot of time down there when I was a kid.
0: What yeah. um what trad- traditions do you kind of remember from like your childhood? Um. I think-
2: I mean, we would do, I remember like to this day, and I don't even know if it works. Do you guys still hang bags of water when you have barbecues and stuff to keep flies away? Yeah, with foil? <laughs> yeah, with like, foil, yeah, like, that, yeah. yeah, just things like that. Like, like the things that I don't, I don't, I don't realize even know if that worked, That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't even know if it works. It's just, you just did it, you know? Like, but like, no, nah, I mean, a lot of things like, like growing up, dude, I didn't know. Like, I remember, cause at my grandma's house, we had like, we had all our chickens in the backyard, like all our fruits and vegetables. We had a pigeon coop, you know? Like, so I remember... I was probably like, maybe like 10 or 11. And I went to my buddy Joey Morris house, a white kid who's my best friend growing up. And I think he still lives down there in the neighborhood. But um, I remember it was like one of the first times that I spent the night at his house. And in the morning, his mom was making breakfast and she busted out like a carton of eggs, like from the store. Mm. And they were all like the same shape, the same size. And they're all like perfectly white. And I remember looking at that and just being like, what the fuck? Like, cause I never seen like store-bought eggs and I thought that was weird. And then I started, you know, shit. you get older and you start to realize I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm the weird one. Like when my friends <laughs> come to my house, they're probably like, what are these weird, messed up, misshapen eggs that AJ's making me eat? But I just thought that was normal. You know what I mean? Like, they got shit and feathers on them. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Dude, my grandma, she'd walk out with a bowl of rice to feed the chickens. And we didn't, we, we didn't really eat the chickens very often. It was mostly just for the eggs. But every now and then, if she slaughtered a chicken, I remember she like the, all the chickens would run around her. And I remember like... It was, it was like so hard for me because I was, as a kid, you know, you don't want to see animals like get killed and stuff. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, we're going to get adobo or something tonight, you know? <laughs> and she'd reach down and just grab him by the head and just spin the body around and break its neck. And I remember just being like, oh, it's just like so many emotions, you know? Just like, she just like broke that chicken's neck in front of all the kids. But then later that night, you're eating chicken adobo and you're just like, damn, that's bomb. Yeah, hell yeah. Dead ass chicken. I am glad you broke this chicken's neck. <laughs> this hey, is good I'm
0: telling you, man, those old <laughs> tomorrow Ain't nothing to fuck with, no, no, no joke. <laughs> no. you know, Especially the ones from the, from the south. I wonder if they had like competitions. Like I bet I could kill them in like three turns. Like, no. like, three you scenes. know what's funny is, is, is if you couldn't do it on the first swing, I think my grandpa said you were. They made fun of you. Like, yeah, it's like <laughs> okay. be fast or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> you
2: know, like, and then they flop around too. You know, yeah. after, like yeah. they're like they're the necks broken, but the, it's all going all crazy. Yeah, it was, it was horrifying. Man. <laughs> <Yeah. man. laughs>
0: then I realized I was the weird kid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's awesome, man. I'm, I'm glad you kind of remember things like that because. All kinds that?
2: of shit, yeah. Like, even, even just like, like you guys know, dude. Like, I, I think it's weird when, like, when I go places, like, so my ex, like, my ex, my ex was Japanese, like, mm-hmm. full blood Japanese, but her parent, like, her, she was raised by her stepdad, a white guy, and her mom was Japanese. And I remember, like, when I first met them, like, I, like, called her, her mom auntie and stuff. And, like, and they, but they weren't, like, they were, like super super americanized they didn't do like traditional kind of stuff and i remember they were like weirded out because i'm like dude i don't know how to act because it's like you know that's how we like i have aunts and uncles that aren't even blood like we all have like family that's not actual family so like her husband's looking at her like
1: there's something you didn't tell me i know like (laughs) what the hell yeah like yeah
2: so it's just weird but like i think it's like the cultural the cultural things are the are the main difference just like saying hi to everybody like respecting your elders you know like that kind of shit you know like which i think is just just lost nowadays yeah it's it's just like basic common knowledge you know
0: um have you ever been to Guam?
2: No, I haven't the worst tomorrow, dude. I got tomorrow t- tattooed across my whole chest. I've never been to Guam, dude. I'm going to go there and just get beat up first thing. I'm going I'm to send out <laughs> a, a tattoo. Guy. Come and just scrap me, dude, and just get it over with so I can just fit in, dude. <laughs> it like I, a, I deserve I, to get I beat up. I love everything
0: you guys love, though. I love trucks. me a mini trucks. Give me a chicken right yeah. now. Kill that shit. One spin. <laughs> One spin. <laughs> Come on, dude. we us spray the truck camouflage. Don't fail me now.
2: <laughs> I'm just living off my grandma's name.
0: <laughs> I'll uh, make some bread.
2: I need to go, dude. <laughs> I want to go, ba- go I want to go I want to go back to I want to do a trip to I want to go to Hawaii and then from Hawaii go back to Japan and then from Japan go to Guam just do a big thing I want I want to talk to my sister about it and see if uh Honey if you're watching we need to save some money and we need to take mom back and you'd be sick Yeah actually they his, sister, awesome. his
0: sister's name's uh Honey Yeah oh, nice. and uh he, his name was supposed to be uh, Poingy. Poingy. <laughs> Yeah, Poingy I wish it was now dude. I would've got made fun of a bunch of guys yeah you wouldn't get beat up bro
2: <laughs> yeah now I wish it was though
0: <laughs> some of his friends called him Poingy because that's what he was saying
2: my mom tried to tell me one time I was like because I'm 36 I was like 30 at the time my mom was like I told her I was like mom I wish you guys because the thing was my grandparents they didn't want they wanted all the kids to have like American names so when they named my sister Haani they got all pissed they made their promise to name me like after my dad Alan you know and I remember telling my mom I was like mom I wish you Guys, would have named me Poingy. My mom, she, she's such a sweetheart. She goes, AJ, you can still legally change your name. And I'm like, Yeah, mom, at 30, I'm going to tell everybody to start calling me a different <laughs> name. It's some weird ass name nobody knows, dude. I'm like, Mom, it's too late. <laughs> that ship is still.
0: <laughs> Once again, <laughs> once again, Mayor, I block radio, post the Pacific where, where paradise lives. lives.
2: You are currently in possession of it, of it, of
0: it.
3: DJ Live from the Bay Area It's DJ Green On Island Block Radio On Island Block Radio
0: Powered by Dash Yeah, man, big up, massive It's your boy, Lion Rays. Big up to the brother, DJ Green Coming one time, you know Bless it up DJ Green Oh, smack! joining us right now, we have A.J. Henley here in San Diego, California, owner of the Capital Barbershop here yep. in San yep. Diego. And with everything that's been going on since the time you started your shop, how, how long ago did you start your shop?
2: Started, well, I uh, opened in 2012.
0: 2012. Yeah. So now we're eight years in.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, I was there when he when he opened that shop. And it, it's kind of weird because at that time there was lefties, which I had, had originally met A.J. at. Yeah, uh, I've right. there for six years before I started Capital In downtown. And-
2: yeah, downtown PB and uh, I worked at all the lefties locations. Oh, back. really? I, yeah, over the years I bounced around all of them. Man.
0: So I uh, once he cut my hair, I was like, "Wow, man! I've never had a haircut like that." Like that was because no one really knows how to cut my hair. I grow it Afro. Hey, you remember so. when I, when I,
2: when your wife was walking
1: by and oh, I was like, oh, "Yeah, still- <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that one."
0: Uh, why, why wait? wait? He <laughs> was checking her out. and Didn't know it was your wife. He's yeah. <laughs> you in, you in the PB. chair. Yeah, we're in PB and, and I'm sitting in the chair getting my hair cut. And he's like, hey, Rich, man, check out this, this chick coming across, across the street. <laughs> and I look up, I was like, oh, uh, yeah, it's my girlfriend. <laughs> I'm like, oh, crap. I'm like, well, at least I didn't say look at this ugly chick. I was like, check out this hot-ass
2: chick walking over here. <laughs> hey, which is a compliment, dude, because PB, we, get, we got so... I was so when you work in PB on Garnet, you don't even look at you. It's you only look at eight nines and tens, dude. Because there's nothing there's just hot chicks all day long. I'm getting them to yeah, yeah, like dudes would come to the shop who were like from like somewhere else, and they're just the whole time they're turning their head. And I'd be like, hey, dude, there's plenty, man's so You got to stop turning your head, dude. Yeah. Like I'm gonna fuck your haircut up. Like there's plenty of hot girls. Stop looking over at every woman <laughs> that walks by, dude. <laughs> we'll
0: put the shit outwards, then.
2: AJ. <laughs> I know, right? It was a shitty configuration of the shop. You had um, to look at the wall.
0: So he started his shop eight years ago and at that time i would say there wasn't as many barbershops nah. not no one was really doing haircuts yeah. one thing i gave uh, props for aj was i have cultured hair you know what i mean like my i grow an afro so it's hard to fade i always tell people that before they even cut my hair I'm like my shit's hard to fade so if you can't do it like just let me know so i don't need you don't <laughs> cut my hair <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no no i got it and then i get it and it's like cut. fucking high and tight this fucking weird <laughs> it's yeah. like an inch of fade yeah. um it's yeah. weird, man. And so anyway, AJ cut my hair. I went to him for years, and then he stopped working Fridays. Uh, I stopped that's,
2: working Thursdays, too.
0: Damn. <laughs> but in, in the beginning, when he opened the shop. That's my goal. Phase he, two. He even said, he said, my goal is to not work Fridays right now. Yeah. And he he eliminated that. Then his goal was to just collect the checks from everyone that had a chair inside his shops and and then I go ride my fucking bike around the fucking world. I'm trying to sit like this. Mm. so I don't have a double chin. <laughs> you
2: for, see all the, for all the ladies,
0: <laughs> um, blowing it right now. So, so tell me a little bit about your um, your experience as far as as it, it's been growing. Like you've seen this trend of barbershops just popping up left and right now. New new barbers everywhere. Oh, big move. Is that exciting or is it is it kind of like?
2: First of all, dude, I'll back this all up face to face. Anybody who don't want to hear this right now. <laughs> I love all the real barbershops out there. There's so many good, real barber-owned and operated barbershops, and I want every one of them to make, to be booked all day long and make all the money they could ever make in the world. And all these fake ass, not barber-owned barber shops that are popping up, you all can sit there and twiddle your thumbs like you do all day long because everybody jumped in on it, dude. And they don't understand that it's like, people just saw places like Lefty's, with, mm-hmm. as busy as we were, and, and Lefty still is to this day, you know, like booked every half an hour two weeks out, every barber in all locations, you right. know? And all of these, like, dude, all of these people just see it and they think, they go in there, they get the haircuts and they're, 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 like, they're always like business guys, you know, from different industries and they see this shit and they think like, and then they start, you see the numbers, the, the wheels start to turn in their head and they start to go, oh, well, wow, the overhead's really low and the, the build-out's low and they got this many barbers. And then they, next thing you know, and then they start picking your brain. They start asking me questions and stuff and I know like, Dude, I can spot a fake person a mile away. I've been working with the public for since 2005. You know what I mean? Like, and I try to warn him. I'm like, I'm like, dude, it's it's not, it's not as easy as you think, man. This is not, there's nothing easy about this, you know? And you got all these barbershops that open up that are not owned by barbers. They're not operated by barbers. And I tell people, I'm like, dude, I don't bake. Like, just because I like chocolate chip cookies doesn't mean I go open a bakery, dude. If I went to open a bakery now, it would not have anybody coming in because I don't know how to bake. And I don't know the ins and outs of baking. I haven't. I don't know the tricks with the flour. I don't know how to mix this. I don't know what temperature to set this at to get that crust right or whatever, you know? So I don't know why anybody thinks that if they're not a barber, they're just gonna open a barber shop and be busy like we are, you know? It's like, it's it's not that easy. So, so it's been bittersweet. I've seen a lot of actually customers of mine, people that I cut their hair for years, Get interested in barbering, and were fed up with their normal jobs or whatever. And and I've like been able to mentor them and like and point them in the right direction because I saw that they had the right intentions and they wanted to change their lives like I did. You know, like I'm not any different. Like I wasn't. I'm not some like I don't claim barbering. I'm not some like OG. I'm I'm one, I'm one of 20 billion barbers that have been in the world. You know. Right. So anybody who wants to go on and do it the right way, I'm more than happy to sit down with them and and, and show them everything that I've known, things I've ma- messed up on, and things I've had success with. So all the real barbershops like. Dude, you got Pappy's Barbershop. You got Good Times Barbershop. You got Duckies. You got Freshly Faded. You got. Oh, there's so many like killer like barber-owned and operated shops, and I and I like just love all those guys, dude. Like we send people to them, they send people to us. It's like we call each other when State Board comes around town to get everybody a heads up that they're doing inspections, you know. So so it's been bittersweet. That's I love seeing that barbering has has come back and that there's there's people that love it are doing it the right way but at the same time you just got all these kooks in the game that are just like but at the end of the day it's like you just sit back and just you, you can't let it get to you because you look at their book, dude. Anybody can do it. You just go online and check their book, and it's just empty, dude. It's yeah. just like I try to tell you guys, like this, like this isn't, this isn't your arena, man. Don't come into this arena. You're gonna get eaten alive, you know. Right. And it's feast or famine. This mm-hmm. isn't, this isn't like there's no corporate bank account. There's no, there's no hedge fund funding this. There's no like, oh, we're slow. We'll just get money from the other shop. This is just like it's literally like you are completely on your own. You know? Do you
0: um. Do you, so, you're willing to mentor if someone came in and said, Hey, man, can uh, you know, just yeah. get, give me some tips, or maybe I can get a chair in your, in your shop and yeah, totally. wants to learn out, outside of the, the time that you allot them in the barbershop days? Yeah. Hey, can I sit down with you for an hour and a half? and talk about actually owning a shop oh
2: yeah all the time if it's if it's somebody that i see has the right intentions you know what i mean and they got their hearts in the right place then, then for sure but i always the one thing i always tell people and even even outside of barbering people come to me a lot and ask me about starting a business or like changing their lives in some way or whatever and i always tell them I'm like the first thing i'll tell you is i always ask them i go i'm like look man are you looking for validation or are you looking for advice because if you're looking for validation Go tell your mom your idea, because your mom's gonna tell you it's the best idea ever, and you're gonna be a, you're gonna get a gold star. If you want advice, we'll sit down and talk, but you have to be prepared for me to most likely say I think your idea is shit. Like, don't do it, you know what I mean? Because people come to me with dumb stuff all the time. People, everybody wants to start the next supreme, you know? Or they wanna like yeah. they wanna do a craft ice cream shop. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, open a fucking laundromat. You know what I yes. mean? Like yeah. open a parking lot, buy something a piece practical. of dirt, something that works, yep. like something real. Like, and I tell people, Rich, and this is the thing, you guys, like people like, barbering has come back around where it's actually cool now. But when I first started barbering, dude, when I'd be trying to meet a girl, i talk to a girl at a bar or something like that, I would say I do hair. Because when you said you were a barber, they were just like, oh, gross. Because it wasn't cool. And now I say I'm a barber and people get it, you know? But that's the thing. When people think that it's cool now, and I'm like, dude, I'm like, there's nothing cool about this job. Like, this, like what I did, man, was I sat down and I looked at, I wanted to change my life, man. I was in a bad spot, you guys. I was my, my life was was fucked up, dude. I was fucked up in my head. I was physically fucked up. Like everything, people were dying around me, left and right. Like it was, I was fighting all the time. I was I was doing bad shit, man. Like I was going down a real dark path. And I and I I woke up and I decided I had to because um, I always knew I wanted to do something for myself, but I had to change my life. And I always tell people, I'm like, I'm like, dude, I didn't like barbering isn't cool. I was like, I sat there and I had an honest conversation with myself, and I said, Okay, these are my skill sets, these are what I'm good at. And I go, okay, I can work with my hands, and I, liked, and I like hanging out with people, like, and I'm creative, like, I'm, I, I'm good at, with my hands, you know? And I said, all right, well, then within that group, here's all the jobs within that group. Now, which of those can I own my own business? And then I, it shrank down smaller. And then within those, I said, all right, which is the cheapest one to build with the most margins at the end of the day? And it just ended up being barbering, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like I was like, oh, I'm going to be some sick barber. It was just like, This makes the most sense financially and with my skill set. So I always tell people, I'm like, dude, I'm like, like, do something that you are going to be good at, like, don't you're not going to be the next brad pitt i'm sorry to say it, dude you're not going to be the next rapper like you're not going to well he look right at me like <laughs> hey, hey well thanks hey, we've been trying to tell him that for years we're, trying, like, we're trying to get yeah, the rock on it. here dude dude you should do that you should cosplay the rock and we'll get him on the show like that dude be sick <laughs> and then fake it get mad views
0: <laughs> just Whatever. be all flexing the whole time <laughs> 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 so so what else let me just ask you a quick question since you're on that topic um what was the other option that you had as far as like a, what were the like the, the bottom three or last three well, choices for yeah, sure. business?
2: I was, I was a welder. I used to weld. So mm-hmm. like, oh, sure. yeah. And I thought about, do you weld? Yep. Oh, sick, man. Damn. I don't want to show you my welds. I'm probably bad now. Like <laughs> I've been welding in a long time. I still have my welder, but like, but it was like, I grew up riding motorcycles and, and working on cars and stuff. So it was like, it was basically like, you know, fabrication shop or something like that, which I was just like, "Fuck, man, it's just it's you know, it's hard work, man. It's yeah. super hard work." And I and I honestly it boiled down to I was like, I want, I want like, I just don't want to work that hard anymore. I was working so fucking hard. And the thing for me was I wasn't, I wasn't a, uh, I wasn't a licensed welder, so I wasn't getting paid well. You know what I mean? I was doing all fab work, so it's like, and fabricators are a dime a dozen. You know, like if I don't want to do the job. There's a guy who owns the shop. Is like we'll get out here. There's ten more kids outside exactly. who are badass at welding. You know, like they're certified. They're and, certified. They'll take your job. So, so it was basically my only options were like do something automotive, or you know, or or go into like a trade of my own. And and uh, yeah, so I was like, well, I'm gonna because the biggest thing was I always wanted to own my own business. That's the, I always knew I wanted to own my own shop. So. It was like this was the quickest way to being uh, a business owner was 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 a barbershop, you know. Hmm. Like shit, dude! I built you. Can, I built my shop for less than like uh, a, a, a one oven for a pizza shop cost, You know the whole right. like everything. So right. it's it's the you know the margins just make sense. You know.
1: Uh, Turns so. out to be something that you actually like like yeah. too.
2: Oh, dude! I didn't. I was like seriously, ser- ser- guys. That when when it finally ha- the, the the thing that sparked this was I was getting my haircut one day by my boy Speedy who always cut my hair and I was telling him. I was like, dude, I got to do something, man. like, I'm like, this is killing me, dude, you know? And he was the one that was like, he's like, why don't you be a barber? And I was already looking for all these things. And like, I had thought about it. And when he said that, I started thinking about everybody I know that, that, that works in the hair industry. I'm like, damn, they're all, they're all doing well, you know, like they're recession proof and everything. And I didn't do any homework on it. I didn't even look. I went to the school one time in downtown San Diego and I actually, uh, it's kind of funny, dude, that the way that, it, that the timeline, everything was going really bad, man. Like, like my mom was sick, like all, all this crazy shit was going on. Like my, my longtime girlfriend I was with had had broken up with me. A bunch of my friends had were committing suicide. And I was like, and I bought a one-way ticket to Hawaii, dude, because my sister used to live in Oahu on the center of the island. And I, and I bought a one-way ticket to visit my sister. And she picks me up. And I was like in a really, really bad mental state this time. And my sister picks me up. And I remember she's like all stoked to see me. She's like, she's like dude, I'm stoked you're out here. You know, like, and we're driving back home. And, uh, and she, I remember she was like, she's like, how long are you out here for? You know? And I was like, I was like oh, I'm like, dude, it's so good to see you, honey. I'm like, I'm so <laughs> avoid, and she's avoid, like, avoid. Yeah. And then she's, she asked, she's like, she's like, oh, no, me, she's like, so how, but how long are you here for? And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, hey, you want to go get some food? And she's like, and then her like whole, she's like, when are you going home? And I'm like, yeah, I didn't, I just bought a one-way ticket like you can't really kick me out and I'm on an island so there's nowhere (laughs) that you can send me And I just dude it was so gnarly. I just like and I was like partying super hard and like dude there was like times where I was like waking up in her front uh her front yard and like just <laughs> like my brother-in-law like I don't I think done he that. beat me up I don't remember <laughs> but like just it was just wild and then and then I got my head together and then I came back and I went to barber school like I came back when I had like enough money to buy a ticket or one-way ticket home that's all the money I had and I went to barber school and that was in 2000 that was in 2005 yeah so it wasn't like a very well I know I made it sound like it was a well thought out plan but it was 50% like just f- fucking sending it like I do everything like all right well i'm just going this direction i'm just gonna just gonna make it work you
0: know? but that's what happens when you got to hit the bottom right like take mm-hmm. the it's leap either fate. sink
2: or swim right oh dude it was totally it was total like there was yeah it was like get busy living or get busy dying kind of shit you know so yeah. i'm gonna
1: quit damn man maybe, like, hey over. fucking molly should write a country song based off of that story <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'll sit here like oh man I, I didn't know all this stuff or i mean a country rap a country rap like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so now we're so then you're now you're here you're you've gotten two businesses or two shops now. Yeah. Um you started with your one that was here in North Park North Park in San Diego mm-hmm. near Adams Avenue. Yeah. And then you open your shop and you have one guy come with you to cut hair.
2: Yeah, it was just it was just me for the first like I think 6 months or something like that. I think so. Yeah, and then Brent came over and then <sighs> Yeah, and then people started, you know, it's like it's true, man, like that you build it and they will come kind of thing, you know, like yeah. people just started showing up wanting to work and and uh, yeah, because
0: you you when you uh, left lefties, you had took me out, you had a, at that time he had a he had a pretty good following, which meant like he was booked up, yeah, pretty yeah. much that week of. You had to get like the at least ten days out, yeah, to I get him get it. a spot for him, right? So we get in there and one day he walks me out and I was like the first time, oh yeah, me out, I man. told you, he's like yeah.
2: like
0: what the hell he got to tell me. He's like, hey, Rich, I'm
2: going to open my own shop. You thought I was going to say, like scrap, bro? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: like scrap, huh, bro,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fucking kook.
2: <laughs> and then Rich just beats me up with one punch.
0: <laughs> so then so then we end up, uh, so he ends up telling me he's going to open his own shop and, and going to send me the location later. Like, he hasn't really, like, dialed it all in yet, but he was, he was trying to figure it all out. So he leaves and I follow him because he's only doing, like I said, at the time, True. only dude who knew how to cut my hair. Like, it, yeah. it was just, it was crazy. And so I went with him for a while. Went to his, his grand opening. He has like oh a rack of jazz. That the got bucket. out of
2: control. Of that party, dude. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were gonna get in trouble, man. That turned into like a full out. There was like people in the street outside, drink. Everybody's doing wheelies down the street and shit.
1: What
0: the <laughs> yeah. hell? Yeah, I didn't think it was gonna be like that, man. <laughs> we left a little bit uh, right when that started. <laughs> we're like, okay, yeah. man, it's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, so now now you have your two shops. Mm-hmm. So now you you know a lot about the game. Yeah. A lot about the business. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, and now right. you know a lot more about also California laws. <sighs> yeah. Which are um super Suck, frustrating. Yeah. Super frustrating. Yeah, this whole state. Um, let's let's uh dial in on a little bit on on that stuff. So yeah. so how do you when you we're talking about California versus like basically everywhere else? Yeah, it, it's probably the more fust one of the more frustrating um states to deal
2: with. Oh, 100% dude.
0: And and as far as like business-wise, why is that? <laughs>
2: Hard you know, peas into the mic, huh? <laughs> this whole state, man. Like, this is the thing. I used to be proud to say I'm from California, and now I'm embarrassed to say I'm from California, dude. Like, I used to meet people all over the place, and I'd be like, they'd be like, "Oh, where are you from?" They'd be like, "Oh, from San Diego," and they'd be like, "Oh," they'd always have something like, you know, "Oh, San Diego," something good to say about it. And now, every time I meet somebody, and I'm like, oh, "I'm like, from California," they're like, "Didn't you guys just ban plastic straws?" And I'm like, "Yeah, dude. There's still a bunch of fucking heroin eels, though. Like, if you, you know, like." <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, but the, no, it sucks. It's, they make it, it's just, people don't understand. That's the thing, man. People don't understand. Like until you're on this side of it, people don't understand how much these things affect business owners and that affects the people that go to the businesses. That's that's the thing people don't get when I'm like, dude, I'm like, you have to understand when I bitch about this stuff or when, when I tell people to vote the right way, I'm like when they put all this pressure on us and they want all these fines and these taxes and all these regulations, we have to pass it off onto you guys. You know what I mean? Right. I'm like, There's a reason why gas is $5 in California and it's $2 everywhere else. It's because you fucking retards keep voting for this stuff and you're screwing yourself when it's all said and done. I'm like, it's just like common sense in this state has just completely gone out the window for like, because of fear mongering and hysteria and you know, just politicians pumping millions of dollars into YouTube ads and getting into people's heads, like, you know, subconsciously, so, so yeah, operating in California is hard. We got like, we had the Board of Barbering and Cosmetology, which, which shows up, they're like, they're like straight up like Gestapo, like they do surprise inspections. We don't get any notice. They show up, they start looking through your drawers and they change the laws all the time on purpose so that we don't aren't, we aren't able to keep up on things. And like, for example, like, you know, our jars, we keep like the combs in and everything. Mm, like yeah. perfect example. So if I'm not doing a haircut at that moment and that jar is not completely sealed, the, the lid is a little over, that's a $100 fine. For, God, for the barber and for me at the shop owner. So if one of my barbers gets six violations and $600, he owes the state $600 and I owe the state $600. And it's like... It's shit like that where it's like they wonder why everybody is taking their businesses out of this state as fast as they can. You know, it's like what is going to happen with a jar that's full of barberside disinfectant that kills any living thing in the world. But it's a hundred dollar fine if that thing is off. So it's, it's stuff like that, you know, and then and then I have security cameras, you know, at my shop. And it's like I tell people all the time, I'm like, hey, man, if you don't think the homeless issue is a problem here because they make it a safe haven for people to just do heroin on the streets and and live on the streets. I'm like, I'll show, I'll hand you my phone. You can go through my my app yourself and look at the, like, you would not believe how many times people take shits behind my barbershop. I just found another open needle back there the other day, trash, crazy people. And I'm like, and that's why I tell people, I'm like, dude, I'm like, these policies that you guys are voting for, they're not helping these people. Like giving a homeless person a bunch of money and a free needles and a place to stay doesn't make that person go, oh thanks, Rich. I'm gonna get my life together. They're just like, cool, I have a roof over my head and it's, I can do heroin and not get in easier. trouble. It's yeah, easier. It's and I'm like, and enabling It's enabling and it's it's in and at the end of the day, it affects me and everybody at this table because we pay for that shit. Dude. Right. It's super frustrating. Yeah. So it, it gets harder and harder every year. And I I think about my exit plan a lot, you know, like I'm gonna do because I don't I don't think I'm gonna be here forever, you know?
0: As far as uh, being they're in being California? In oper-
2: yeah, I think... I don't know. I want to. Like, I don't want to leave because I hope that there is some change. I hope people are waking up and they start fixing the mess we've created. But if it doesn't, then, then I'm going to bounce, dude. Like, I don't know.
1: Dude, yeah. as long as Sacramento's making money, they're not going to change anything. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah, yeah. They don't give a shit Yeah.
2: It. People just keep paying it. People just pay it, pay it, pay it. Yeah. Sure.
1: I got, I got something for you. Hmm. Um, with, with all the struggles that you just mentioned, like, about uh, being a business owner, like, why... Why choose ownership instead of just being a, a, a barber at, at a different shop?
2: You know that's a yeah that's a good question, man. Like for me, it's because ever since I was a little kid, that's I just was wired for that. You know what I mean? Sure. Like I was like like I have a hard time. Like I'm a super hard worker. Like I've always like like when I was telling you earlier, when I worked for NBC, it's like right. I, I started as teleprompter and then I I worked my way up to director like within two years. You know, so like I'll work my ass off. I'm a workhorse, but. I have a, but inside I have a really hard time like working for other people. You know what yeah. I mean? Like not like, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I just think that it's. I'm, I so for me, like owning the shop was because it is a lot easier to just be a barber. You walk into your cut, pay a rent, you leave, you know? But for me, it was like, I, I, when I was a kid, dude, I used to like, like I grew up skating and riding BMX. I remember as like a real little kid, I would have like, I'd always have like fake shops where I would like. I, my friends would come over and like, I would like, I wouldn't even charge them, but like, you know, they'd give me a like, slice of pizza or whatever when we went out, but I would like dial their bikes and then adjust their chain and like get their brakes <laughs> all dialed. And like, and get I would that just- that
0: baseball card on the-, on the back <laughs> Yeah. Right? <laughs>
2: but like in my head, I was like, I'm running a business. Like I, in my head, I, I like envisioned my shop, my, my garage and my parents' house is like, like, oh, this is my bicycle shop, you know? So it's just, it was just always been in me, dude. Like it was just, you know, it had to happen. Like, and I'm, I'm very fortunate. I landed on barbering and it's something that actually- it has worked out for me, like because I've had some bad ideas too, you know what I mean? I had some dumb ideas, dude, like, oh, I'm going to open this, this, and then it's just like, you know, I'm glad I didn't. Like, I I'm going to about- open
1: a cannabis dispensary. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> That would have been good if you did it before. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> they're the only ones making money, are all the dudes that they're they ahead Man, of Man, once game, again, you
0: know? we're with AJ Henley from Capital Barbershop here in San Diego, California. We're going to take a quick break. Right. Um, we're running to some internet issues, so we're going to adjust this real fast. And then jump back on our live feed. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we we'll be right back. Shoot.
2: You are currently in possession of it. Of it, of it. DJ I don't
0: know what to hear about me. Well,
3: I'm- game <laughs>
0: facebook we had a little bit of uh issues with the internet it's all reset all fixed um but we're here with aj henley look buff. <laughs> should AJ have henley. done some
2: push-ups before we started this dude <laughs> hey
0: this is all fat right here uh <laughs> we're here with aj henley uh owner of capital barbershop here in san diego california who's been owning his shop now for eight years um and he's done a lot of work here in san diego to own two shops uh, we're kind of talking about the current state of California for those small business owners and how um, things affect small business owners, um, which we're kind of on the topic of that California in itself is basically in itself when it comes to taxation, right. laws, it creates a lot of people think it's the federal government, but it's not. It's just California that actually does a lot of law setting. Um, and AJ, you we were talking a little bit about like, you know, I wish people would understand what they're voting on. Um, I wish people would understand, um, you know, what regulations they're setting for themselves. Yeah. Um, And that's kind of where we are. I mean, I think as you get older, yeah. i mean like in your 20s you're not thinking about shit like that mm-hmm, right nope. you're thinking about the liberal democratic movement you want free shit? Well, let's not say democratic let's just say liberal movement yeah, right sure. let's say you want everything to be fair and everything to be equal okay
2: <laughs> stupidest idea i've ever <laughs> <in my life.
0: laughs> right but i mean i, I at, at some point i remember being kind of like that that yeah. whole 18 year old to maybe 25 year old kind of movement uh you get older you you realize like shit ain't like that you know what i mean hard work deserves hard hard pay you know yep. good pay Um, So tell me a little bit more about like some of the things that's been happening as far as like um, California and some of the laws that have been messing with your business.
2: The biggest one is that AB5, the independent contractor law is is bad news, man. Mm -hmm. So, so bad that I was telling you guys earlier that even the... Even the people that it was supposed to protect and help are now holding rallies and trying to get this shit removed.
0: And and those people here that they're it was trying to protect this it, is Uber.
2: Uber drivers, yeah, like like what, what do they call them? It's called like gig-based economy people or whatever, you know. And and all of these people sat there because they. This is a problem, you guys, and this happens all the time. And I tell I tell my, you got to remember, dude. I talked to. I talk to 14 different people a day and I have since 2005. So I feel like I have a pretty fair, like, you know, reading of like what, you know... Might be bullshit. People are talking. Yeah, normal people, everybody. Because I cut everything from legit like narcos to federal agents and everything in between, you know? And the problem is people are taking a shit in the morning and they look at their their fucking Instagram and they read a meme and that's all they know about it. Mm -hmm. And they go... Oh, and they tell me this stuff. They're like, dude, AJ, did you hear that? So-and-so did this. And I'm like, and I'm like, where'd you hear that? And they're like, oh, I read it. And I'm like, what, did you read it? Or did you just glance over a meme and you wrote eight, you read eight words this morning? And like, but that's all it takes nowadays. People are so, their, their attention span is so insanely short that they read a meme or they see a headline and they think that's true. They don't do any research. They don't think about how it affects their own personal life. And then they go and then they vote for this shit. And I'm like, dude, the people that put this stuff out there know that. They do that on purpose. They pay influencers and they pay people and they don't even have to pay most of the time. They just get them hooked on this bullshit through the media and everything, which I used to be part of. I used to work for the media, you know? And that's what's so rad by the way about this kind of stuff is that that that's why the media is running scared right now, dude, because people are taking back the power and people were able to talk freely. Like nobody's paying me to be here. Nobody's telling me what to say. You know what I mean? Like, this is yeah, all. Thank you for saying that. Yes. Nobody this. Yeah, this is like real life, you know, this shit yeah. is free. But that's really what You do want
0: You want the average Joe's the ones who right. are affected by the business. Real people. Yeah. You don't want, um, you know, well, I, some I, paid I, lobbyists come on. And I was going to say, I was like, know. I was going to say Paul Rudd, but I love Paul Rudd. I would love to <laughs> Come here yeah, and say yeah. something on the show. Yeah. Um,
1: but you, you hear, know I mean? You, you, don't wanna,
0: you don't want a guy in Hollywood or a girl in Hollywood They're telling you yeah. yeah, about like what's the right way to treat people.
1: No. Yeah. They don't know. You want the guy that's down and dirty in the ditches that knows what's going on. Yeah. That's affected
2: right? by it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys are and that's the thing is that A B five is the worst thing that that's happening to us. Like, so a little bit, AB5, little bit more on the A B
0: five, a little bit more on the A B five, which is good. What? Already voted on? Already I, passed. It's right? already passed, yeah. And there there is no overturning it.
2: I hope they do. I hope something happens. I don't know. I, I know that people are fighting back on it now. Like, there's always a chance. It, but they're but Sacramento's gonna fight it tooth and nail. You know, like, mm. so yeah. The whole AB AB five thing, with the independent contractors is is people who are independent contractors. Like, you know, they want to be independent contractors. Like, they don't need they don't need help. That's and that's the thing. That's the way they put it. They they try to po- force it to the public because most people are employees and they have regular jobs and they feed it to the public in this like package of like oh, these poor independent contractors are not being taken care of. They're being taken advantage of. They don't get set lunch breaks and all this stuff. When the reality of it is the people that are actually independent contractors are like, no, dude, I'm good. Like yeah. I chose this lifestyle. I chose this job. I don't want to be put on a payroll. I don't mm-hmm. want to do it. And And it's all because the state knows that they're not getting every, they're not wringing every penny out of people's necks that they can with workers comp and W-2s and all this stuff. So they're trying to word it you know, they they word it fancy to trick you into thinking that you're helping these people and you're actually hurting all of us and you're hurting painters and truck drivers and barbers and Uber drivers, everybody, the people that come to work on our houses. Like when you need to get your roof redone, good luck with that $10,000 roof job. It's going to be $25,000 now because those are all independent contractors. Yeah. So when people vote for AB5 and then they're they, and then they go, I don't understand. Why is my roof cost twenty five grand? You guys quoted me ten a month ago, and the guy's like, "Cause you voted for AB five. I have to pay for fucking W twos and payroll and workers comp and all these taxes now. Sorry, dude. You voted for it. Now you have to pay fifteen thousand more dollars for your job for your to get your roof done because I no longer have independent contractors. It's just it's like the dumbest thing ever,
1: dude. Yeah, know? I know. I know dump truck drivers, right? Yeah, that are owner operators, and like you said, they chose that. Owner-operator status, because that's exactly what it is. They own a truck. They operate yeah. their truck. They work under a broker. Yeah, yeah. That and finds that them the work, right? Out, yeah. And the broker's like the middleman between the person that mm-hmm. subs them out, whatever. But yeah, it's affecting them too. The same thing. It's, it's yeah. the...
0: So that's only a California thing then at yeah, this moment. Mm-hmm. Right. For the most part? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'm sure know. New York probably yeah, has to Yeah, I was going to say that. New York probably has yeah, to do that. I'm yeah, I'm sure they do. Some, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So...
2: But that's the biggest thing. That's like the biggest thing that's facing that we're facing right now as as, a, as barbershops is as AB5. So everybody's scrambling, you know, everybody's, all the barbers are talking with each other. We're trying to figure out, you know, um, the ways around it and the ways to do it under, and there, there's ways to do it, but it just, but it just sucks that I have to sit there and, and it makes me feel like a freaking criminal trying to like figure out a way just to navigate these laws that were just forced upon me. Trying you to know? find loopholes. Mm-hmm. In yeah, industry, trying yeah. to find loopholes when I'm like, yesterday I was just going to work and everything was fine. And now I'm trying to, now I'm paying a lawyer $300 an hour, you know, to figure out how I can just not get in trouble and get shut down. You know? Right. It's, it's just like, it's the same. It's like no different than gun laws, dude. You know what I mean? It's the same shit where it's like yesterday I was fine. Now I'm a felon. You know, it's like, when did, how did this happen to me? You right. know, like, Damn. it's just typical. It's just the typical.
0: And so, okay. You talked a little bit about maybe you're, you're going to take flight and you're going to get out of, out of maybe, you know, San Diego. Yeah. It's um, someday. What, what what option would you have in mm. mind? If you Dang, dude. You
2: had to go? If, if I was to leave, man, I spend a lot of time in Utah. Love Utah. Utah's a little secret, man. People don't know about Utah. Like, when you hear about Utah, people just go, oh, it's desert. There's a bunch of crazy Mormons. You know where all the Mormons are? Yeah, yeah. which yeah. is true, but Utah is badass, a lot of, uh, a lot of A
0: lot of Polynesians out there. Is there in Utah? Uh, you yeah. Know that shit? Yeah. yeah. Hot yeah. ones? Yeah, um, sure. <laughs> it was like you love Utah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you move these bikes real quick? Uh. <laughs> but, um, and
1: you already know how to cut Rich's hair, so you would be good. Yeah, yeah. Go. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Here's my model. Yeah. <laughs> Buy a coconut, just shave that thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: Utah's an option and a but honestly, man, one of my plans is I, I want to open a shop in Japan, dude. Like I want really. Yeah. Oh, that was sick. Yeah, I want to open a shop in Roppongi or Shinjuku or Harajuku somewhere in Tokyo, and uh, split my time for the time being. And um, and uh, I don't know, man. I'm a huge patriot, dude. I love the U.S. I'm an I'm an American through and through, and I would never give up my citizenship. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's just getting to a point in California, especially. Where, and and this has nothing to do with the political stuff. And and the, like, but I just would like to live in Japan for at least two or three years of my yeah, life. You know Japan's what I mean? Awesome, like, yeah. What about China? Like uh, Wuhan I mean, yeah, I was It's pretty
1: cheap over there. You know?
2: <laughs> I got a good immune system, you know. <laughs> I like to eat rats and you know stuff like that. So orange
1: cool. juice and some vitamin yeah, yeah, or, uh, yeah. Some oh, emergency. Man. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I'm gonna invite everybody who wants communism over to my pad in China. all <laughs> mm. oh,
1: you Bernie Sanders?
2: Supporters. Yeah, yeah. Come on over, guys. Hang out. See, uh, see the reality of it. So let's let's talk
0: a little bit about um, <laughs> <laughs> some about some, some things about just the shop so and followers. just working in San Diego with the environment that you're you're currently in. Um, you've, you're uh, pretty f- frequent poster on on Instagram about your shop. Uh, oh, so if the you guys have, if yeah if oh, okay. if you guys don't know, you I go follow personal. I was uh, like. going somewhere else. <laughs> uh, go follow uh, Capital Barbershop uh, at North Park.
2: It's it's at Capital Barbershop North Park, and then the other location is CapitalBarbershop.pl.
0: Okay, yeah. uh, but there's for so AJ has posted a lot of like what happens around his shop, which you guys talked about a little bit earlier. As yeah. far as like just people taking dumps in the back of your shop, yeah. and people dropping needles, needles, needles. and, yep, and yeah. just trash, and it's it, it it sucks people, because man. that's the that's your business, and you have to clean that up every day, yeah. every day, of the, you know, the week.
2: And what's funny, what's funny about that, you guys, is that everybody's like, "Oh, we'll just call the cops," but the thing is. <laughs> It's private property, so the cops can't do anything. They literally, like just yesterday, there was another heroin needle behind the shop, and this is in North Park, dude. I pay premier rent prices to be on 30th Street in North Park, right? But because technically these people come into my parking spots, there was a cop in the alley kicking a homeless guy out because he was in the technical alley. And I walk up to the cop and I'm like, I'm like, hey man, I'm like, there's another needle over here. Like, I just want to, you know, like maybe you guys can like real nice guy, you know, real nice cop and everything. And I just kind of gave him a heads up. I'm like, this corner is like, I get a lot of gnarly stuff happening. I have a camera, you know? And he said, what I have to do is I have to go to the city and I have to file this paperwork that gives them permission and notifies them that they're allowed to come on my property and kick homeless people off. And what? it's like, yeah, and that's like that's like the catch 22 is like people want to give the government and the state so much power. So you're giving up all your freedoms, but they're not doing anything for you because they're like, well, we want to come on your property and search you or do whatever we want and know all your shit and take all your money. But when you need to get a homeless guy kicked out because he's taking a shit on the wall of my barbershop shooting a heroin, they're like, sorry, dude, not my problem. Private property can't go there, man. And you're just like, so you can come here when you need to harass me or you need to get my money. But when somebody's doing something illegal because it's private property, the city doesn't, the cops won't touch it. It's now, just like, now
1: I want to return on that money. He yeah, can't
2: seriously. Yeah. That's crazy. It's ridiculous, dude. Yeah That's crazy. I didn't
0: know that.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. You have to file paperwork with the city to give them permission to kick somebody for doing something illegal off your property.
0: And that's, Is that only because you're a business?
2: I don't know. I think that's just what, that's just what the cop told me because he told me, he goes, he goes, honestly, man, he goes, he goes, I, he goes, and he was cool. He's like, he's like, he's like, dude, I'll cruise down the alley a little more for you. He's like, but just to let you know, he's like, he's like, I can't touch them unless they come across because there's like, you know, like the crack where like the, you know, the alley. Yeah. He's like, unless the dude like steps over there, he's like, it's really hard for me to like interact with that guy. And I'm just like,
1: the only other damn. way around that is if it's actively happening and I you call. see the cop. Yeah. And you tell him, hey, I don't want this motherfucker on my yeah, property. Yeah. He's shooting dope right now. Can you get him off? Yep. That's the only
2: other way. Dude, my notifications on my, I have cameras, you know, my, notifi- my phone, I had to turn my, my notifications on silent because it's just all night long. It's just, it's my phone, I'll never be able to sleep, dude. It's just bling, bling, all night long. And I, I open my phone, and like wipe my eyes off, and it's some dude just like, bleh, just blowing his ass out. Behind, and I'm like, and I'll get on the thing, and I'll yell at him because so I can talk to the cameras, you know. I'll like, Ring. You stop it. Stop. Yeah. stop.
3: Pitch it
2: off. You didn't even wipe. Yeah, yeah. That's
3: disgusting.
2: <laughs> They probably got more toilet paper than everybody else got right now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they got it good, man. <laughs> I ain't no shit.
0: Oh man. Um that's crazy. Yeah. So um Sucks. so what what about some of the if you had an ideal a situation of, of what you think you could, could happen to California in the next three to five, mm-hmm. what do you think you would want to see out of the California government?
2: Oh man. Pff, a complete one eighty. Yeah. (laughs) I think, I think people, this is the thing, man. Well, how
0: about the progression? What, what, like, where would you start?
2: Um, I would start with getting all these people out of office who have been there for 40 years and haven't done anything, you know? Like, yeah, you look at Pelosi, she's been in office, she's been in politics for like 40 something years and she's passed like three bills. Each bill was like extremely hurtful to people in California, you know? Like, like that would, that's the first thing I would do is just clean house, just get, get all these people out. I would put in, I'd put in maximum, um, terms that people are allowed to serve, you know? I'd be like, if you want to be a congressman, a senator, you can only do it for four years and you're out, dude. Mm. Like there's no, like you can't be a lifelong fucking congressman, you know? Like I would take away their, you know that congressmen, they get, what they can be in Congress for just two years and when they leave, they get for the rest of their life every year, what they made at their highest earning year. It's, that's ridiculous, dude. Like, that is, re- like, I don't go work for Amazon for one year, make $250,000, quit, and then just get $150,000 from them every year just because I worked there one time. It's like, that's, that's the first thing I would do, is just be like, hey man, like, Make it politics needs to be made so that people don't want to become politicians to make money. It needs to be made so that people want to become politicians to make a change to do something right. good, yeah. and there's no money in it for them. That's right. the right. only way to get good people in.
1: And Take there's the money no other out job it. out there where you're going to do a shit job and still get to keep it for as long as you want. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. Crazy. that's the way it is with them. They could do a shit job and still hold that. Then they don't wherever. get fired. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And
0: yeah. We were, we talked about this a little bit last week, right? Um, about the career politicians that kind of ruin. Yeah. And a lot of people didn't know that. You know, a lot of people don't know that. They're career, po- career politicians. They're all worried about, you know, who's the head of head of state or you know, yeah. uh, commander in, in chief. But you gotta understand, man. Like that's eight years. Yeah. If, 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 if yeah. you get the eight years, right? Right. Everything starts within your your own state and, and at, at those those senators and those governors, man. And
2: those are the things that really affect us, is the local, the local politics and the local votes. that like those directly affect you in your city. Not, right. Now it's like the federal stuff. Yeah. But like this stuff is directly. Right.
0: And that, I think a lot of people don't know that. No, nah, they don't. It just seems kind of weird that, I mean, maybe it doesn't seem weird. Maybe it doesn't seem that weird that they don't know because in my twenties, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't, you know, really give a shit. Yeah. Um, but then you can imagine going in your 20s, not really getting involved into the government, um, state or federal, that now you're in your 30s and you're like, oh, man, I'm just, I'm 30 now. So I'm obviously smart.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you just yeah, have this, yeah.
0: this thing about like, I'm in my 30s. <laughs> I, I know obviously more than I did like eight years ago. <laughs> but then you're just reading like shit off, like you said, off of Instagram. You're just like, oh, man, this is horrible. Dude, like, look at look at what Trump did today. Yeah. Like, no, Trump didn't do that today.
2: <laughs> I would tell people, Rich, when, when I worked for NBC, wait, it was like, what, 12, 13 years ago or something like that? Or something longer than that. But I would tell people even back then, like... People would tell me, like, oh, whatever the scandal was at the current time that was going on, and I'd be like, I'd be like, dude, you know that that's all fake, right? And, and every, every fucking time people say, no, dude, I saw it on the news. And I'd go, yeah, I know, I'm a director at NBC. I'm the person that pressed the button that put that story into your eyeballs, and I'm telling you it's fake. And they'd be like, no, and they wouldn't want to hear it. But the good thing, though, the good news is that people are waking up, dude people are, because of stuff like this, because of the internet and because people are talking, because you can go on your phone and you could live feed with somebody in China right now and you can ask them. And I I tell people all the time, do this. Really, please do this. I'm sure you follow people in Australia or China or France, wherever. Just send them a message. Just shoot them a DM. Like when the when the whole like um, the yellow vest thing was, was going oh, on yeah. in France, mm-hmm. people like people at the shop would be like, yeah, dude, it's crazy. They're freaking out over, there, over gas prices. And I'm like, dude, I have friends in France. All I did was show them a DM like, hey, what's really going on, going on over there? And they were like, dude, it has nothing to do with gas prices. We're tired of Europe being taken over. It is a giant Trojan horse. Like they were like, there's entire neighborhoods that we can't even go in. You know what I mean? Like it's dangerous for us. Now this is our fucking country and we want our country back. And it's like, but the mainstream media doesn't say that. They're like, right. look at all these people dying over gas prices. And it's like, why would anybody go kill them, get killed over gas prices? You know, like, it, and so I encourage people to like, Use your technology and use your phone to reach out and and find real answers from a real human being. Don't rely on CNN and
0: Fox and all these news agencies. You know, they're all all fake. And not sit there in the same circle of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, listen to somebody else. That's something that I I, that has everybody who has the same point of view of you as you and you sit there and you're going to sit there and talk with them. Of course, you know, you're you're just in that that fucking tuna circle. Mm -hmm, You mm -hmm. know what I mean? You're just turning around. You're like, yeah, man. Yeah, and you just pat each other on the back. Yeah, Yeah, man, yeah. yeah. We're so right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, get someone who doesn't have the same opinion as you and just talk with them. I mean, I do it all the time. I mean, I have no problem with having a difference of opinion. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? Like, people have them. That's what barbers for, really, is if you have a difference of opinion. We want to hear some of your your information and and your side of the story. But, you know, like, no one would know the side of the story of a barbershop. Yeah, right. You know? Everyone's like, look, it's easy. You just cut hair. Cut hair. Yeah. Do a little Charged, fade. Charge a couple bucks. Yeah. yeah. I you wish know? it was
2: that easy. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So hard. Yeah. It's
0: not. It's not like you can go to Rogers down here at like ten dollars <laughs> a fucking pop from the old old Mr. Rogers. You know what I mean? Right. Like, ten bucks hair cook, yeah. get a hand job, job <laughs> <laughs> That's the back door. Yeah. <laughs> but we used to talk to. Um, we should get into that I, When I first went there to AJ and I said, "I was like, yeah, man, I used to go to like super cuts and shit," and he's just like laughing at me. You know? <laughs> super sucks. <laughs> <laughs> super slut. He's like,
1: yeah, "Yeah, they
0: would fuck my hair up." He goes, "Of course, man. It's ten dollars." a fucking haircut. It's the
2: fast food of the hair industry. Right. You know I mean? oh. It really is. It's just like turn and burn. They do What do
0: you think about the some of the the prices that have re- uh risen as far as like some of the barbershops? I mean, I've seen some that are like at $35. Yeah,
2: I think you know it's it's weird because a lot of it is it's a lot of it is like um you know, like when a bar isn't that busy and they'll purposely start a line out front, you know what I mean? And people yep. are like, Oh, and then people like to stand in the lines, you know, people like to be pissed off. So they go, please oh, the must be cool. There's <laughs> stand a, here, there's a line. Mad. Yeah. It's it's like the illusion. It's like, I always tell people like, that's, and I don't know, maybe, maybe they're, maybe they have a clientele that's worth $35. The way I look at business and, and is you're buying the way that somebody is choosing the value of a, a service or a good, they say, okay, this value, this is worth the value of that they're charging me. The shop is also buying a customer. You know what I mean? I set my prices because $10 shops, I don't want to deal with $10 people. $50 haircuts, I don't want to deal with $50 people either. You know what I mean? Like we like to be right in the middle where we get the biggest pool of people from all walks of life and people who are willing to pay a fair price for a good haircut, tend to be really easy to work with, really just like, hey man, what's up? Good to see you again. Yeah, I just want a two on the side, taper and a quarter inch off the top. Good to see you. You know what I mean? Later. Like $10 people are the people that wanna squeeze every penny out of that haircut because they probably can't afford to go get another one, you know, which is, I get it. And then People who want to pay fifty dollars for a haircut are the kind of people who are like, "Oh, I don't know, man. Maybe." uh... And you're just like, "Dude, come on, man. It's a it's a haircut. Like, I'm sorry to tell you this, but like, your head shape funny. Yeah, you're not as good looking (laughs) as you think you are, dude. Like, like I'm. I just I gave you the exact haircut you want. You're just not happy with the way you look. I'm sorry, dude. You know, what I mean, has nothing to do with that's your face. This is your face. Look as good (laughs) on you as it does on Brad Pitt. Well, that's the thing. People come in like, do the best is when people come in, they're like, they'll have like hair that just wants to fall over, and they'll be like. Yeah, dude, I really want to have, like, it pump up, and and I'm like, dude, you know you have, like, thin, straight hair that just falls, like, I'm sorry you like this dude picture that you brought me, but, like, you don't have that type of hair, you know, like, like, dude, your, you know, your Honda Civic, no matter how much money you throw in it, is just going to get stomped out by a real drag car. Yeah, it's sorry. It's still a Honda Civic. Yeah, still a Honda Civic. Like, you got Honda Civic up here, dude. You're not twin
0: turbo boosting, dude. I'm sorry. Don't know what to tell you. Like, let's sorry, just. Sorry, Vince. Yeah. You got the Honda Civic up here, baby. It's a Type hey, R, sorry. Vince. And it's a he Type means, R. he means
1: the old Honda Civic with the hatchback. Okay, I, got the,
2: I got, right now I got the convertible, yo. No, dude, it's like you're like the CRX,
1: dude. It's good. No, he's got oh, that uh, easy. He's got that uh the vinyl top when the vinyl's peeled off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. man. So right. uh, we want to thank AJ Henley man for coming uh, yeah, coming on the end show. Right and <laughs> 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 Ending it like this. AJ, where can they find you here in San Diego, California? Or if anybody's visiting here.
2: Oh yeah. Um if you want to book with the shop, uh, we book online, it's super easy, in and out at half an hour, just go to capital-barbershop.com. It'll show you all the availability, it'll show you all the barbers between both locations. Just click book, choose a time, plus confirm, you get an email confirmation, super easy, in and out half an hour, you want to wait, you won't be let, late for work yeah. or anything like that. Um, and I got a test,
0: it, it's uh, under a half an hour, it's like. Yeah, like, raining yeah, out, pretty they, good. They don't yeah, mess we freaking around, bust them
2: out, dude, yeah. And good quality, we finish up everything with a straight razor over the neck, you know, and, and everybody yeah. there, this is the thing too, you guys don't have to go to me. Everybody who says like, they want to come get a cut by me. And I'm like, dude, I'll tell you a little secret. I'm the worst barber at the shop. <laughs> don't. <laughs> well, maybe now, maybe
0: now. I don't know. I now. got good barbers, man. <laughs> go,
2: to, go to any, anybody's going to give you a, a killer cut, man. You don't got to wait for me. You know, people wait like a month to see me. And I'm like, dude christina will give you Christina's the good. sickest cut yeah. you know yeah, and you, you like yeah so she's got
0: a uh javen and uh uncle noel's her thing yeah oh, do you nice. guys do hot tail? yeah we do hot towel oh. shaves
2: all thing yeah we do beer trims like the whole, the Old whole school deal. like yeah. there, there's no there's no music oh, wow, in there wow.
0: no tv it's straight really? conversation uh, yeah no straight TV. up conversation we'll and have fucking. music
2: playing sometimes but it's like we got good music playing though you know? yeah. but and then yeah the shops no, are,
0: no, no that rockabilly shit. yeah 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 no
2: no we got ashanti dude what do we play we, we throw some when we're filling it. We just throw some some corn on there to listen to shitty music. That's so shitty it becomes good again somehow. Yeah, we play good stuff. Riff oh raff. shit! <laughs> riff, riff, riff,
0: riff, 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 riff Uh But okay, so and also some of your uh, social media uh, handles. Oh, uh, the shops are at Capital Barbershop
2: North Park. The Point Loma shop is at CapitalBarbershop.pl. Barbershop. Um, my personal one is uh, a. <laughs> I don't know. not Let's do this. One. Yeah. Never mind. Okay. Sure you want that <laughs> yeah. one. Keep it business. Keep it business. But it is yeah, fun. Business, I'll, tell you, yeah, yeah. I'll, tell, I'll tell you this. It's His personal
0: is fucking fun. If you
2: find my personal one, <laughs> Yeah you'll probably see some funny stuff on it. It, it is funny. Yeah. It's
0: funny shit. <coughs> it's like my entertainment. If
2: phone. you like motorcycles and guns and lighting these on fire and putting your yeah. and having very little uh, regard for your bottle rock out of buttholes. Yeah yeah <laughs> you, you might like it.
1: Some jackass shit right I'm put
2: there. I'm I've fifty percent very put together in my life and fifty percent total chaos. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: a good balance.
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. man well thank I have you a for, broken finger right now. <laughs> oh
0: really? Yeah my middle finger's all messed up. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's clip it's when people off. Well, thank AJ idea.
0: man for joining us once again. Yeah. Follow him on uh, Instagram, Twitter Twitter, okay, Instagram, Instagram Facebook, Facebook. Facebook um, and go check out uh, AJ over there. Yeah. Yeah, thanks again, brother. Thanks, guys. With that being said, thank you for listening to Island Block Radio. Post to the Pacific, where paradise ast- ast- lives. Escalators. Ast- ast- <laughs> You're on Island Block Radio,
3: powered by a- dad